Live lunch Thursday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, well, we're counting down to Israel 70. Israel 70 celebration is 41 days away on the uh, Jewish calendar. And we are counting down, of course. And uh, one of the other people uh, who is counting down to Israel 70 is the legendary Pat Boone. We've been talking about the uh, fact that Pat Boone would join us during this live lunch. And sure enough, he is the living legend who holds the uh, number one ranking of all time for two billboard charts. In the years immediately prior to the British invasion, only one performer rivaled the chart dominance of Elvis Presley, and that was Pat Boone. Pat is the uh, number 10 all-time top recording artist with over 45 million records sold. He will present a once-in-a-lifetime television event special, the 70th anniversary of Israel concert and television special presented by Pat Boone and Friends. The event will be taped at the Caesarea Amphitheater, which we know very well, on May the 13th. And he'll be joined by the Jerusalem Symphony Orchestra, many celebrities, political dignitaries, and more. We're going to play this for a moment and then introduce our special guest here at the live lunch. This brave, this ancient love to me. And when the morning sun reveals the hills and plains, then I see a land where children for those of us who grew up with this song having so much meaning and this song being so important to us, the theme from Exodus with the words, this land is mine, may I point out that those words were penned, composed by the legendary Pat Boone. For that alone, I owe him a debt of gratitude. Pat, a pleasure to welcome you to the Nahum Siegel Network. <laughs> Thank you, Malcolm. This is uh, quite a welcome. I appreciate it. I mean, uh, th- that that song is legendary, and you can imagine, you know, Jewish kid growing up with tremendous connections to the state of Israel, how important a song that was uh, to, to my entire generation. You know, um, it's 70 years, as we said, we're counting down. I know you're counting down. It's 70 years. D- do you remember that day? Do you remember how significant a historic day that was back in 1948? I really don't, Malcolm, because uh, I was born in 1934, so that was that means I was about uh, 14 years old, and even though I was steeped in the realization, because my family, my dad, a building contractor, and mom, a registered nurse, but very practical professions. But our church attendance, our reading the Bible sometimes in family devotionals, and all was just as practical a part of our lives as their businesses, and and uh, we knew that the whole Bible that we respected so much and, and were building our lives on was written from beginning to end by Jews, about Jews, and for Jews, and that we Gentiles could get in on it only through our acceptance of the Jewish Messiah, as we <clears throat> believe that Jesus was. And, and so <clears throat> we identified totally with everything uh, concerning Israel, but but you know, when you're 13 or 14, you may not be aware of, of world happenings. Right. And I don't, honestly, I don't remember the media taking enough interest in this situation. I know it was a matter of great discussion and controversy at the White House at the time. I mean, I've learned that since when right. Harry Truman 
was being beseeched by all everybody around him, all of his advisors, not to uh, support this this maverick state of Israel, instead to uh, to side with the Arab uh, forces and and, um, and and organizations and states, because to to recognize Israel in their midst would be uh, counterproductive to what they thought American interests were. But Truman, and I've learned this since, he had his his old haberdashery partner yep. <laughs> who came in to see him, and they, they closed the door in the Oval Office, and his old buddy, um, uh, I have uh, forgotten his name yeah, for the I'll, moment. I'll look it up, but I know who you mean, right? Yeah, and he they sat there for an hour, and he, he reminded Truman of what they, they must have talked about in the years they were together in their store in Kansas City, that uh, that God's hand was on the Jewish people. Yeah, it was, purposes. It was Eddie Jacobson. That's who it is. Eddie, Eddie Jacobson. Right. That's it. Right. And when the door opened at the Oval Office, Truman said, "The U.S. is siding right. with Israel. We recognize the new state." Well, Pat, well, I, Pat, I guess you'd agree after a, a, the, the career you've had. It's not it's not what you know. It's who you know, right? <laughs> well, that has a lot to do with it, of course. And of course, when I when I agree to that, the who I know is the God of the Bible. Right. And, uh, and you know, I, I know that sounds, you know, to some people super religious. To me, it's not. Right. I got to ask you, in the intro, you mentioned about the devotion that you and your family had, uh, the recognition, the Jewish Bible, etc. Is it any different 70 years later? Would, would you say that the, the religious community you come from is essentially just as dedicated with the same devotion to Israel they were back then? I say increasingly yes. Now that's not everybody, of course. Hardly anything is everybody, right. but but there is and has been for the last decade or so a growing awakening and revelation and understanding on the part of evangelical Christians, and that's the majority. That's right. the largest section of what we call Christianity in in America are evangelical Christians because that means. We believe what we believe so strongly that we want to share it with everybody, mm-hmm. not that everybody will accept it. Understood. But, but Israel and Netanyahu, who I know very well, knows and has said to me several times, we know evangelical Christians are our best supporters in the world. And when I, you, you, I'm so glad you played some of the song, Exodus, because when I was in Israel with my wife a couple years, three, three years ago, with Mike Huckabee on a tour, and we went to Yad Vashem. Of course, we'd been there before, and we, we did not go through it again. It's too harrowing. It's too Everybody needs to go through once, but you probably won't want to go through more than once because it's to, to understand and to see in front of your eyes the bestiality that human beings are capable of is, you know, you just don't want to have to cope with it again. You recognize it. So we're waiting for the tour group to come through, and Shaya Ben Yehuda, the director of the Yad Vashem, mm-hmm. uh, came to to see me. Uh, walked up, and and this big burly fella, with tears in his eyes, he said, "You don't know what those words you wrote to oh. Exodus mean to us here." I'm telling you, I, like I said at the top of this uh, conversation, it's just it's just so meaningful. Well, uh, then he said to me, "You must have you must have written those words on something." Uh, in the beginning, and he said, w- w- would you be willing to let us have whatever you wrote those words on here when you're through with it, when you leave this earth? And I said, you can have it now, Shia. However, I need to let you know I wrote those words on the back of a Christmas card. 
and, he, and he said, so much the better, because we know that, that evangelical Christians, not all Christians, but the majority, evangelical Christians are our strongest supporters. And so I, a year later, I was back there. I brought the Christmas card on, on the back of which I had written those words like I was taking dictation in about 30 minutes while I was listening to the Ferrani and Teicher instrumental piano record. And, uh, and I, I, it was framed, and I handed it, gave it to them at Yad Vashem in a ceremony with military political people, and I've got a lot of wonderful pictures of that day. Unbelievable. I, and now he's put that, that card framed on the wall of the righteous Gentile at Yad Vashem. Wow. Now to me, for a Gentile kid, you know, going back to my growing up days in Nashville, knowing that everything I believed to this moment holds sacred comes right out of Judaism, comes right out of God's dealings with his chosen people. Uh, he chose them to be examples of his blessings and, and, and what relationship with God could be. Of course, the Jewish people didn't always honor that, <laughs> and, and they paid terrible prices when they forsook him, but he never forsook them. And he brought them back, and he's brought them back to the modern state. He hasn't forgiven them, uh, forsaken them. Now, nobody's going to drive the Jews out of Israel. And Trump, uh, recognizing Jerusalem and, and placing our embassy there in Jerusalem, is a very brave thing to do because, of course, he has the same opposition, even more, uh, and not even the respect that Harry Truman had when he was president. But to make that statement, and when we're there on our tour that I'm hosting, it was designed specifically to, to be there on uh, May 14th of this year uh, when, the, uh, when the celebration really takes place of the 70th anniversary. And on that day, it looks like President Trump may come and be there for the dedication of the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem. It's unbelievable. Just to clear things up for our listeners, the reason we're counting down 41 days is because that's on the Jewish calendar. April the 19th would be the anniversary. And as Pat Boone just mentioned, May the 14th, of course, 70 years later after the founding of the state on the secular calendar since 1948. The legendary Pat Boone is with us. 200 people travel with him to Israel on May the 9th. On the 13th of May, he'll be at the Caesarea Amphitheater that we are very familiar with, built by Herod the Great. Uh, this theater will be um, uh, will be uh, uh, will feature a performance by Pat Boone along with many celebrities, all star musicians, and the legendary Jerusalem Symphony Orchestra. And that special, uh, I, I believe, will be on PBS. Correct? Am I right about that? Well, we're we're still negotiating ah, with the networks, got deciding. It. CBN is already on board, the CBN network, which is big, but there are other networks that could participate. PBS is one, and, and we're hoping that it will be a multi-network uh, showing because it is a magnificent and important day, and, uh, and, and we feel that there's a growing groundswell of support for Israel, uh, no matter what people throw against Israel. I, you know, I wrote a couple of uh, columns for WorldNet Daily, Wish I'd thought to send them to you, but and maybe I, you know, I still will. Sure. But uh, one is uh, Israel World MVP. Uh, that that in the fulfillment of the prophecies and of the promises that God made to Abraham and his descendants, that through him and his seed or descendants, all the nations of the world would be blessed. That in our day and time, all the nations of the world have been blessed 
through the accomplishments and the contributions of the Jewish people from this little country the size of Rhode Island, <laughs> and and uh, that the the all the nations of the world through it, through the internet we're hoping we're inviting Bill Gates to come and and say publicly on this date that uh, what he said before that the internet and all the technology flowing from all of that is owed more to Israel than to anybody else, including him. Unbelievable. Pat Boone is with us. Pat, uh, I mean, uh, an illustrious career, obviously, you know, seven, eight decades at this point that you've been around. Are Are there colleagues of yours in the music and film industry that you would say had the same type of devotion to the state of Israel? Are there one or two people you could cite for us? that were on the same wavelength as you yeah, when it came to it right now because I talked to him yesterday is John Voigt. Ah, right, of course John. John Voigt is a staunch supporter of Israel. In fact, I I invited him yesterday to come on our tour with us and it turns out he's going to be filming then. But certainly Barbara Streisand and and she's already committed to uh, to doing at least a video if she's not there in person, she'll do a video that will be featured nice. in the special. And there there yes, there are so many I think celebrities, but you know the the pressures in uh, the entertainment industry and the media uh, that ridicule and and denigrate people who are not in step with the current trends in uh, political correctness. Uh, a lot of the folks who feel like I do are just not as outspoken. Right. But I, you know, I understand that, and however, I encourage them to come forward. When uh, when something like this is going to happen, which I think most of the world, maybe not all, but at least most of the U.S., will uh, understand that that this 70th anniversary of the state of Israel has contributed so much, continues to, to the well-being of the world, even those who want to kill them. I mean, they use technologies that were developed in Israel <laughs> to come against Israel. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, it's just astounding. <laughs> I mean, medically, all kinds of other things. That uh, that they continue to contribute and the ways they bless the world, and uh, and yet we are re- they are reviled. I say we because I identify <laughs> reviled by the world that benefit from from their contributions. It's it's mind boggling, but that goes back to four thousand years when they came. I just read it again today because I read through the Bible every year from beginning to end on a you know a program daily basis, and I'm reading now. Uh, Moses bringing the people through the wilderness and all the regulations that were set up for them to follow because so they would be the most blessed people in the earth, and they were, uh, that all of this historically is still true. God's the same. He, he does not renege on his promises. He's going to see through everything that he promised. And so it's the one really dependable thing in the world is that God means what he says, and he will do what he promised. And so don't mess with Israel. (laughs) Don't mess with Israel. Amen. And I'll say one thing further, which I'm sure you enjoy watching now in 2018. Essentially, the prime minister of Israel is not only telling the world don't mess with Israel. He's essentially telling the world now in every speech, you better hop aboard and join Israel because, you know, this train's going to leave the station. Every, as you said, all the technology, all the advancement, all the big ideas, they are coming from Israel. And if you don't hop aboard now, you're going to miss the whole thing. Yeah, you know, Mr. Netanyahu is a big fan of mine and a friend. He became a fan when he was in, at MIT, and my career was just booming along with Elvis. 
and he loved my song Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> so every time we're together, he says, "Hey, Speedy, come on in," and and he calls me Speedy. <laughs> and uh, and I met with him the night before my concert two years ago in the Man Theater in Tel Aviv, and it was the only time I had done a full concert ever in Israel, and it was sold out. And I met with him the night before. He couldn't come because of the um, of security problems, uh-huh. but. But we met private in his office, and again, I've got the picture of, of his beaming smile as I walk into his office. Hello, Speedy. Come on in. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Well, Pat Boone travels with over 200 guests to Israel on May the 9th and on May the 13th in the uh, amphitheater built by Herod the Great, the Kisaria Amphitheater, where we have been and have enjoyed it so much. He will be with celebrity friends all-star musicians, and the legendary Jerusalem Symphony Orchestra for one purpose, and that is to celebrate the 70th anniversary of the State of Israel. Once this uh, this uh, uh, broadcast continues to be picked up by different networks, we will alert you as to how to watch the 70th anniversary of Israel concert and television special presented by Pat Boone and friends. Pat, all I could say is God bless you. We are really looking forward to this special, and I thank you so much for joining us. Can I interject a couple sure. thoughts? please. Uh, Prime Minister, I mean, not Prime Minister, <laughs> Rabbi Eckstein, <clears throat> Yehiel Eckstein, is a fellowship of Christians and Jews with whom I've been involved for 30 years. He's co-hosting huh. uh, the tour. So it is a combined Jewish-Christian group coming, and uh, there's going to be a lot of interaction and communication and fellowship. And uh, go to patboonisraeltour.com, find out all about it. We, want, we say, come one, come all. We can still take some more with us. The deadline approaches before, after which we can't take any more. But, but uh, it's still open for some still to sign up and come. So, it's going to be a whale of a thing. I I really appreciate you letting me talk about it. Oh, my pleasure. And there's a chance that we'll actually be there that week. There's a chance, depending on <laughs> what the president does decide or doesn't decide in terms of being there for the move of the embassy. So, if we're there, I'm going to try my best to be in Caesarea that night. I can tell you that much. Well, make sure I know. Let's shake hands. I appreciate that. God bless you, Pat. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Malcolm. Here he is, Pat Boone. Amazing, huh? Absolutely amazing.